Welcome to WMFA, a podcast about why and how we write. I'm Courtney Ballastier, and on this week's mini-sode, I'm talking about rewriting our stories. I was asked to describe my novel the other day. I have my story about it, ready to deploy when asked as I'm sure you have about your work in progress. Only, this time, I got partway through and realized the story was no longer entirely true. It wasn't wrong, per se, or misleading even. Just incomplete, in a way that it wasn't when the whole spiel first gelled in my mind. My partner commented recently that sometimes I can talk about writing a novel as if I'm not currently doing it. This is, quite clearly, because I feel like an imposter. The reason I feel like an imposter is another story I've been telling for a long time. But in telling others and myself that story long enough for it to calcify, I didn't notice that time was passing. That I have in fact been writing a novel for more than three years. Yet still I talk about it most comfortably when I speak as if it's something I just started yesterday or want to start tomorrow. Anything more confident, more self-possessed, is a deliberate act of will. I've gone through a lot of changes in the past year and a half or so. A lot of my old stories aren't entirely true anymore. I'm trying out the new ones, those deliberate acts of will. And they feel both more authentic and less comfortable than most things I've ever said before. My art is a part of this. The literal words, my art, saying them out loud to you just now, is a part of this. I've talked about this process a lot, and yet I still feel like the narrative I tell can reflect an old draft of the story. These minisodes are a place where I talk about creative struggles, and I'm so grateful to have and make that. But then sometimes I wonder, does telling these stories keep me in struggle, or help set me free? Everything is made up of stories. Our pasts, our relationships, our families, our senses of self. I'm a writer in part because I can take stories so personally, can absorb them into myself so thoroughly. Certainly, this is true for the stories I tell here. So I come here and say, I struggle. I struggle with fear. I struggle with doubt. And then the question is whether I accept that struggle as a piece of the story or the whole story. Do I struggle or am I struggle? I've been thinking about what Savannah Sipple said last week on the show about her journey toward coming out and claiming her voice. Once you find a place of acceptance, she said, then you can start to be honest and authentic about what's happened. Without acceptance, we can get stuck in the struggle, a narrative loop. We can over-identify with the struggle. If we're ashamed of a part of ourselves, or of our whole selves, and we don't accept that as the place from which to begin, then the only thing left to identify with is the shame. Do I feel shame? Or am I shame? At my first artist residency, I was determined to start a new story and leave behind an old one, like a kid on her first day at a new school. I would go in as this new person I wanted so much to be, this novelist, in a new environment where that new person would exist. I did not recognize any names on the residency list, but one resident looked familiar. We'd traded don't-I-know-you glances my first afternoon. Then, at dinner, he'd snapped his fingers and pointed at me. You're that food writer. We'd met two years prior at a food conference, where he'd been invited to create an art installation. We had talked for no more than a minute, 
on the lawn of an Airbnb in Oxford, Mississippi, where he'd picked up one of my housemates on the way to the airport. And here we both were, now. So much for new stories. This, I'm learning, is where rewriting those old stories merges with acceptance. It's not about creating a blank page so much as letting the eraser marks show on the page you've already got. In her excellent piece, How to Reinvent Yourself on the Creative Independent, Tina S. Maker writes, I have realized that the person I am becoming is not someone foreign or completely new, but someone I recognize because she is who I wanted to become all along. Every finished work is the culmination of all of its drafts. Every writer knows that held-breath feeling of scanning the page and sensing the ghosts of what you've deleted, floating in their negative space around the words you kept. You edit what doesn't serve the story and you revise what does until it feels right, feels true. But still, you have to stand behind the whole thing. To read an expanded essay of this minisode, join my Patreon community at patreon.com slash wmfapodcast. Does this topic resonate with your writing practice? Tell me what you're thinking about at hello at WMFAPodcast.com or 347-685-4836. The WMFA logo was created by Unsold Studio, and our theme music is Jazz Dancer by Double Winter. Find them at doublewinter.bandcamp.com. WMFA is made in Pittsburgh by Courtney Ballastier, LLC. All rights reserved.